listening to Female VC Lab, a podcast that showcases the journeys of female investors. My name is Barbara Bickham, and I am an award-winning CTO and VC that teaches companies and investors about emerging technology. I am sitting down with female VCs and investors to talk about their funds, how they invest, and how they make an impact. Welcome to the Female VC Lab podcast. I have Anisha here. Anisha, in one line, give your name, your title, and the name of your fund. Hi, I'm Anisha Raghunathan, Vice President at Susquehanna Growth Equity. Tell me how you became an investor or a venture capitalist. What was your journey and what got you interested in, in investing? Definitely. I think generally speaking, I've always been really energized talking to founders and entrepreneurs since a very early age. I started in the business right out of undergrad. So I spent the last eight years as an investor, first working in venture capital and then private equity before I joined my current firm, which is more growth equity focused. I began my career at Bessemer Venture Partners right out of college as an analyst, where I was more focused on identifying fast-growing businesses across Series A and B funding rounds and doing more minority investing. Then after a few years on the venture side, I decided to kind of apply those skills to the later stage ecosystem and targeted larger and more profitable companies, many with experienced operators. So I really wanted to learn what it would be like to work with businesses that were big and still growing, but facing different challenges. So I spent about three years doing that and then realized my my center was probably somewhere in the middle of those two things. And so I came back to what I currently do, which is growth that kind of in the middle of a venture business and a private equity scale company. What is your thesis or the th- kind of the thesis of the company and what was the motivation behind the thesis? So at my current role at SGE, we are really focused on data and enterprise software investments, which are really more business models than specific industries because we look for recurring businesses that are what we call mission-critical forever businesses, where it's very tough to rip and replace them. They're really crucial, critical technologies to facilitate workflow or business analysis. And so we really like those kinds of sticky, mission-critical, recurring revenue businesses. And so that's at the high level. And then digging deeper within that, we spend time across many different vertical markets that have software or data. We like to really dig deep into the problems that they're solving and focus on where they occupy within a particular market. So we learn the ins and outs of those markets and then try to find these what we call high quality business models within those industries. We're pretty generalist at SGE across kind of B2B SaaS data and information businesses. But within that, I spend a lot of my time in healthcare, fintech, supply chain. Those are probably the top three areas where I spend time. And a big portion of my work is focused on 
the overall challenges that enterprises face, whether it is compliance, supply chain, or data analysis. Specifically, I've spent a lot of time in the compliance space within healthcare and life sciences, thinking about drug discovery or technology that is enabling companies to adapt to changing regulations. Uh, And I'm also on the board of a supply chain analytics platform that works with large enterprises and helps them make sense of their spending and manage their vendors. Supply chain is is a really big, has been a really big kind of pain point for a lot of companies coming out of COVID. And so we have really focused a lot on the technologies that can help make that easier for enterprises. So what are you currently learning or listening to or reading these days? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of focus in the news around the rise of AI and how that kind of will change the ecosystem. But I've been more interested in the focus around the deep ties between data and AI. At SGE, we've always been focused on data and information businesses and nuanced data is really critical to AI. Yeah, Yeah, and it's something that I think is overlooked a lot because there's a lot of focus on just the chat interfaces themselves rather than maybe the underlying infrastructure that powers them. And any kind of opportunities to harvest and leverage that data in a repeatable or scalable way is what I think will continue to drive these applications forward. So have been spending a lot of my time kind of understanding that linkage between quality of data, scalability of data, and the kind of infrastructure of data as it relates to AI. Very important to know. Yeah. The other thing... Yeah. Go for it. What's the other thing? The other thing, which is not... (laughs) What's the other? I would say the other thing, which is not as related to maybe a broader industry concept, but it's something that I really am passionate about, is increasing the visibility of female founders at growth stage Mm -hmm. companies. I think you know, very it's important as well. Definitely. And it's leak across the spectrum from venture to growth to PE. There's just not the stats say it all. But I think there's especially big drop off when you get to the growth stage companies around lack of female founders and entrepreneurs in the growth space. I'm really focused on finding ways to support those founders and entrepreneurs to make sure that we have enough people to look at and evaluate and invest in at the growth stages. So that leads into my bonus question. Everyone gets it in two years. How do you see venture capital and or investing having changed or evolved? I would say there's much more focus now in the past couple of years versus when I was starting out in the industry on making sure there's enough space for all voices. It's a step Mm -hmm. in the right direction. Don't think we're there yet. But I will say there's a lot of initiatives to get more women on boards, public boards, private boards, and a lot of states have passed legislation that actually makes that more of of an incentive and a push, which has accelerated a lot of development in the space. So I think from that perspective, we're moving in a good direction. Is it as fast as I would have liked? No, but it is a change. And then I would say the past two years have been really frothy for the venture capital industry. Absolutely. 2021, I think a lot of deals were being done by everyone that weren't necessarily handled with the level of diligence and care that had been Should taken been. in the past. Yeah, exactly. We and can so, all say that out loud. It's <laughs> obvious. We can na- we can point to them and name them. <laughs> exactly. And I think that kind of creates the wrong incentives overall in the industry when you have firms that are 
very aggressive and not doing diligence on deals, it does make it harder for folks like myself that evaluate businesses for a living that take a lot of care into providing real feedback to folks on what we think and doing all the analysis. And so it does make it a little harder to get deals done. But I think the pendulum swinging the other way now and people are more reactionary and cautious in the VC world. We get the benefit of sitting a little further upstream from that because we're yes. we're investing a little later stage, but we're still seeing that swing happening today. That's good to know like up up the stream that's happening. Clearly it's happening and it all comes downstream, right? You're seeing valuations lower at your side, right? So valuations are going to be lower in general. And it just makes sense to do your proper diligence. Completely agree. (laughs) And fundamentally, we would be happy to pay high prices for good quality businesses. We're We're not trying to get a cheap deal. It's more we want to back the right team and invest in a really high quality business. And those businesses are still out there and building in a capital efficient, thoughtful way. And those are the businesses that we want to back. And that makes, and thus what you said is right. The difference in the thinking and the conversations that are had because of the different thinking there. Definitely. Very important. Yeah. All right. Anisha, how do people contact you? I can be reached on my LinkedIn. You can reach out to me via email at Anisha, A-N-E-S-H-A, at S-G-E-P dot com. Or you can find me on, uh, probably LinkedIn is the best, but email works too. I probably shouldn't give out my phone number, although it's probably out there. <laughs> it's in my signature, but... Um, there you go. Yeah. If you send Anisha an email, she, she might respond and then you'll get her phone number. Exactly. Yeah, don't put that out because then it'll be everywhere because I'm on everything. <laughs> Apple, I know. Spotify, I know. Google, YouTube, so... <laughs> Connect connect up with Anisha on LinkedIn. All right. Anisha Ragunathan, thank you so much for thank being you for having me. our guest on the Female VC Lab podcast. Thanks, Barbara. Take care. This episode is brought to you by Trail and Ventures. Find and invest in the next billion dollar emerging tech company. Sign up for our exclusive content at https colon slash slash trailin T-R-A-I-L-Y-N.com to find out more. Find us on Apple on Spotify, and on Google Podcasts. Thank you for listening.